digital is the infusion of technology into business. Business is you selling a product or service at a profit. And the secret is that which is known only to the initiated few. Welcome to Digital Business Secrets with me, Arthur Charles. So today I want to talk to you about domain ownership. The ownership of your co.za, your .com, your .net, your .org, your .whatever. So, um, on the 17th of November, I started working with a client. This is last year, 2020. started working with a client and um, I realized that this client has been bamboozled by Not only did I find that the client has 35 uh, pages on their website, it doesn't have a particular thing, which is, uh, which is one of the most basic things in, things in SEO done on their website. It wasn't done on 35 pages, and this website consists of 37 pages. 35 of those pages were not SEO'd, yet the client has been paying from May to November for SEO. So that was like the first indication. and. Then we found out that the same digital agency recommended to the client that they swap out their domain and take a domain that is not the name of their company. <laughs> Whereas they could have, and remember, they, they, if, 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 let's, let's say my business is called Fluence, I call it Fluence Agency, but it's really just Fluence. You know, it's basically short for Influence, Affluence, Confluence. Actually, in the following order Confluence, Influence, Affluence. Um, it's really wild business exists. Um, but so Fluence is the name of the business, so I would go for fluence.co.za. If fluence.co.za was not available, I would take fluence.africa, I would take fluence.net, I would take fluence.com even. But it has to be fluence.something because that is the name of the business. So anyway, fortunately for me. I had the foresight to register fluence.co.za a long time ago before domains were crazy. Um, so the client now sits with a domain that is not the name of their business. Um, and but they still have the other domain. It's not the official, not where the website sits, they have the other domain. Uh, but that's not the official domain, so when, obviously when I investigate, why is this so? No, the agency says that this is what we should do. You know, and clients obviously think, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things, man. If you come if you come to a client and say you're an expert in something, then they, they, if they, if they haven't, if they, the client hasn't done his homework, then he's going to believe you that you are an expert in something without you having proven yourself. So my thing is, I like to help customers before I even work with them. Just help them, just do something for them to show them my expertise. So naturally these guys they trusted me, they know they like me, trust me and they work with me. So we find out that you know this these guys that own this original domain that's the name of the company, now they are giving us a problem. You know, this, that, the other, the other. And we're fighting with these guys over the domain. Eventually it took me like a week to get the domain transferred. Eight days to get the DNS uh, details changed. It was just crazy. This one happened now in December. The best of was crazy. But then I spoke to another customer five days ago, and this customer says that based on the 
contract that he signed with his hosting provider, he still has another year to go with this domain that he has now with them. See his domain, he paid for it, he paid for the registration, he paid for the but he has another year to go with them. They will not let the domain go, he has to finish that year with them, and then they can let the domain go. So now I have to go and register another domain in the name of this business. Which brings me to the question, who really owns your domain? If you're a business, you know, who is supposed to own the domain? Isn't the domain the property of the business that came and asked for it to be registered? Yes, they don't know all the, you know, the technical steps to take to register a domain, but they asked for the domain to be registered and then they paid for the domain to be registered. So technically the domain is theirs. You know, me, if I register your domain, I'm just a technical provider of a service. So you come to me and I will register the domain for you. I will sort out the hosting. Maybe I'll build your website. I'll do the SEO. I'll run the ads that send traffic to your domain. I'll, you know, I'll do all those other things. But the domain is ultimately yours. It belongs to the client. So let's say you're a business out there today and you have a website, you have a domain. But you have, do you know who owns your domain? <laughs> Do you know this? Because the client I spoke to two Fridays ago, he, he didn't know this until he was dissatisfied with the service they rendered and decided to move. So people will, you will not find these things out until it is time for you to actually make a move somewhere. So the question you, you perhaps need to have, have answered right now in this time of COVID, because the you, you know, there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of digital services because we can't see each other, we can't go anywhere. There's a lot of new digital services coming up and service providers coming up and people getting retrenched and leaving companies and then starting small businesses and they become providers of services, etc. You know, in many instances, those people who provided the service for a particular company um, within a service providing company will be retrenched and they will steal that client from the from the big company they used to work for and and i don't say i don't say, it's not the right but i mean may the best man win you know it's always like that for me may the best man win if you can and you know in many instances the person that starts a small company and steals the client is the person that has been servicing the larger client anyway they've been doing all the work so because of that relationship I can have a gentleman here in uh, Durban who was with one of the major international agencies. He left and he bought into a smaller agency and he took with him a multinational, not a multinational, but a global brand. You know, the account for a global brand. And now this small agency is servicing this global brand. They do TV, they do radio, they do uh, but, or direct response, they do social media, they do the whole shebang bang You know, so they make easily two three hundred k a month off of this off of this brand which is great which is awesome because this guy is the one that had the relationship with the brand anyway when he was with a multinational agency but i just want to say to you again or ask you this question again who owns your domain that's something you need to go and take a look at who owns your domain because you will find that as more and more people start businesses and they become providers and you have more of a choice. Did you know? Did you know? While I'm on this topic, in the UK, in the United Kingdom, that people, okay, we only have four major mobile providers, but 
you know, I've been now, I've now been with Chelsea, I've been with my very first uh, sim card was with Vodacom back in the day, 0825595607. Um, so, been with Vodacom, I've been with MTN for many years and I'm still with MTN, I've been with Chelsea as a member of staff and as a civilian. And I've, I've had a, in fact, I still have my Telco mobile sim card. Uh, what do I use it for? Ugh, I don't use it for anything right now. But I've been with all four major networks, but you have people that jump from this network, then they go to that network and, because they get a better deal every time. Now in the UK, they have electricity providers like that. I'm talking about good old electricity, the stuff that you can only get from your municipality right now. <laughs> they get that from providers like how we have tele mobile telephone networks here in South Africa. That's how they jump. So that's where we're going to. We are already in a, in a, in a time where we can swap internet service providers like that. People can jump from this provider to that provider. We have hosting providers that you can jump from this provider to that provider to that provider. So this, these things are just going to become a lot more... Um, what's the word I'm looking for, man? Um, commonplace. It's going, to become, it's going to become a lot more commonplace. So you're going to be jumping from one service provider to another, to another, to another, etc. And because of that, it is going to be imperative that you own your domain, man, that you are the owner of your domain and not your web designer, not your digital agency, not your web developer, not your SEO guy, but you. If you have a registered business, then your registered business should be the owner. Now at Fluence, we have... We own, all our domains are registered in our name. But none of our clients have a contract with us. None of them. Not a single client has a contract with us that says that we own your domain and you have to give us 30 days after you leave to still pay us, blah, 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 all of that. If you are unhappy with my services today, you can up and leave today. Take your domain with you today. You know, that's just how, that's just, but that's just how I do business. I just felt like, this is how I want to set this business up. This is how I want this thing to run. But the purpose for this particular episode of this podcast, this episode of Digital Business Secrets, is to just get you thinking about domain ownership and the fact that a time is going to come when you will want to take your domain elsewhere and ask yourself now already, will I be able to do that when the time comes? Thank you so much for listening. To me, I'm Arthur Charles, and this has been...